This is an ABC podcast. Hello, hello, hello. It's Ruby here and welcome to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. This week, we celebrate a big moment for an Indigenous lawyer. And we'll learn just how much land needs to be protected on our planet. We'll meet a family who's very, very glad to be home and take a peek into a secret underwater world. Then grab your binoculars and keep your eyes peeled because we are going dinosaur hunting for our wow of the week. I wonder what it'll be. There's only one way to find out. Story number five. A lawyer named Lincoln Crowley has just made Australian history. He's become the first Indigenous person to be a Supreme Court Justice. Judges help decide who's guilty or not guilty. Yes, it's a very important job. A Justice is the person who has the final say in what happens in legal cases. And the Supreme Court is the highest court in each state or territory. It wasn't easy for Lincoln to get his dream job of being a lawyer. He grew up in North Queensland with his dad, and he's a descendant of the Warramunga people from the Northern Territory. When he was a kid, people judged and discriminated against him for being Aboriginal. That's not very kind. They should be nice to people, no matter what. That's right, and he knew that wasn't fair. When Lincoln became a lawyer, he wanted to make a difference because he understood that representation matters. He was very determined. It means, like, you set your mind to something. Mm Mm-hmm, and his hard work paid off because he is now Supreme Court Justice Crowley. How do you think he felt when he got his new job? Proud. Happy. Yes, Lincoln says he's extremely proud and humbled, too, to become Australia's first Indigenous Supreme Court Justice. He also says it's an important moment for First Nations people because it means that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are represented at the highest level of decision-making. People can see that it doesn't have to be the one type of person. It can be all sorts of different people. Exactly. Lincoln says having people from different backgrounds in our courts is important because it better reflects how communities really are. Well done, Lincoln. Story number four. Our planet is mostly water, but as you might know, it's important to protect the oceans and the land to stop more animals and plants from becoming extinct. In fact, a new study says that we need to protect about half of Earth's land. Whoa! This study found that about a million species are at risk of being wiped out in the coming decades because the places they live need more protection. What kinds of things do humans do that damage the land? Chopping down trees. Diggers. Yes. And this loss of habitat is being called a biodiversity crisis. Without a wide range of different animals and plants and microorganisms, 
our Earth can't have the healthy ecosystems that give all living things air to breathe and clean water to drink and food to eat. Because all animals do different jobs. Yep. Experts say at least 65 million square kilometres of land needs to be protected. That is more than eight Australias. Wow. Another problem is that the human population is growing and all those people will need places to live and farm food. We knocked down and get rid of habitats for animals when we build our buildings. Exactly. Dr James Allen is a researcher on this study and he says there's pressure on governments around the world to take action. Dr Allen says it's not too late. If we act now, we can still save these precious areas. Story number three. There's nothing quite like the feeling of coming home. And there's one family of four that's very happy to be back in their small town. The Murugapan family are asylum seekers. An asylum seeker is someone who leaves their country because they say it's not a safe place for them to live anymore. Because there's fights where they live. Because Australia doesn't have any wars and it's nice and warm. Priya and Nades Murugapan came to Australia by boat from Sri Lanka. They were given permission to live in the Queensland town of Biloela for a little while. That's where their two children, Kopika and Tanika, were born. But in 2018, the Australian government decided that because of the way they came to Australia, they weren't allowed to stay. Oh, no. This family was taken from their home and had to live in detention centres. That means a place they weren't allowed to leave. Very unsettling. I don't think I would like that. While the Murugapan family were in detention, their friends back in Biloela kept campaigning for them to be allowed to come back home. They said the family was part of the community and should be allowed back. That's very kind of them. And it helped. Earlier this month, Priya, Nades, Kopika and Tanika were allowed back to Biloela. Now, the family hopes they will be allowed to become permanent residents, which means they can live in Australia forever. There are lots of other people who are still in detention centres, waiting to find out if they'll be allowed to live in Australia too. It's a difficult problem, and it's one that governments around the world are trying to solve, because everyone deserves a safe place to live. Story number two. There's a hidden underwater world that's been an ice-locked secret. That is, until now. Recently, researchers from New Zealand were drilling deep into an underwater river, 500 metres below the surface of an Antarctic ice shelf. While they were drilling, they thought there must be something wrong with their underwater camera because they started to see animals. What do you think they found? Penguins and stuff with fat. Not quite. The animals they saw were tiny and they were swimming around their cameras. These animals are amphipods, little creatures that are similar to lobsters and crabs, but they're only five millimetres long. 
That's about the size of a match head. Wow. The researchers were so excited to see them that they started jumping up and down. They knew the animals meant there was an important ecosystem there. The researchers did know that there was a network of hidden freshwater lakes and rivers below this Antarctic ice sheet, but this is the first time the animals had been captured on camera. Then, a few days after the researchers set up their camera and instruments, they were able to see the effects of a tsunami wash through this underwater cavity. The tsunami was caused by a volcano on Tonga, which erupted thousands of kilometres away. The researchers say that being able to see the impact all the way down in Antarctica was a good reminder of how interconnected our planet is. That's amazing. OK, are you ready to go on a dino hunt? Because it's time for our... Wow of the week. This story made me wow because it's a new dinosaur. Tim and Kate Wagstaff were walking along the coast in Victoria when Kate spied what looked like footprints on an ancient rock shelf. These prints look like a three-toed foot, similar to a big bird like an emu. Tim and Kate found them in lots of different sizes. So far, they've counted 140 footprints. No way! Tim and Kate took photos of the footprints and sent them to a dinosaur expert, Dr Anthony Romilio at the University of Queensland. Dr Romilio used the photos to make 3D models of what these dinosaurs might have looked like. And there was one he hadn't seen before. It looks like a tiger. It's got a small head and a long tail. That means it could be a newly discovered species. That's very, very cool. Dr Emilio says it's still too early to know what kinds of dinosaurs made the footprints, but he thinks they were most likely two-legged plant eaters. Some of the smaller tracks were probably made by dinosaurs the size of chickens, while others had legs as long as a really tall basketball player. Experts think where the prints were found was an ancient trackway, kind of like a dinosaur highway, because there are so many different prints in the same area. These experts will keep studying the footprints and hopefully solve this dinosaur mystery. And that brings us to the end of our dino hunting expedition. Thank you, Ruby. You are very welcome. And don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Goodbye. Or, as they say in Polish, do widzenia. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.